We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing. We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing. We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing. Hey, folks. Welcome to gabbing. Welcome to gabbing. With Gracie. And with Heather. The roll call first. Well, I'm going back to a drink that we, that we, that I had two weeks ago. It is a rosé, Cotemas, Rosé Aurore Sud de France. Very nice. I am going back to a previous one as well. I'm drinking the Night Hawk Black Bourbon Barreled Aged Cabernet Sauvignon wine in a box. Mm. And I'm drinking it because it's open and it needs to be drank. Definitely. Very good reason. So, yeah, and it's delicious. I I actually finished the Cabernet Sauvignon from last week tonight as well because it's been a day. Cheers. Cheers, my dear. So what are we talking about tonight? Tonight we are talking about fictosexual. Oh. What is fictosexual? The term fictosexual is used in the context of a person who is sexually or romantically attracted to a fictional character, especially when it involves a strong emotional attachment. The word can be used as a noun to refer to such a person or as an adjective to describe such a person, their attraction and related things. The term specifically indicates attraction to a character or a non-human representation of that character as opposed to an actor who plays that character. This definition I got from dictionary.com. Very nice. And I'll just say for the audio listeners, I am wearing a shirt tonight that says emotionally invested in fictional characters. My former colleague Tara made this for me. So thank you, Tara. Thank you, Tara. It is a very nice shirt. I want one myself. Yes, it is a gray t-shirt with kind of green sparkly lettering on it. Perfect. You made it with her cricket because she's obsessed with the cricket. <laughs> I've used a cricket once, but if cricket wants to send me a free quick cricket, I will okay. use it more. <laughs> I've never even heard of such a thing. Oh my god. Oh really? I feel like you no. would love cricket. It's like a way that you can you can design stuff on the computer and then you put it through the cricket and it will cut out different oh. things. So you can make homemade cards. You can Girl. Make... Okay, okay, okay. So this is like an iron-on. I thought, okay, is this spelled C-R-I-C-U-T? I think something like that. I've been calling it cry cut for many, many, uh, many, many years because my sister had it when she was living in Puerto Rico. Okay. I don't know what she did with it. Well, okay. I've only heard it called cricket. And that would, I, I, I was going to say that would make sense, but I'm learning as we go here. Yeah. All cool. right. My All right. list. Yeah, my list, Heather. Go. I have. I wonder if we're going to overlap. I, I, I know we're going to overlap with <laughs> one person, definitely. But I, I started out with four, but I feel like I really only have two because two of these individuals are actors oh wait a second one two three four no it's actually five okay and but one of them i'm like i just put him in just to put him in i don't think i'm even gonna bring him up unless you happen to bring him up it could be an honorable mention it, it could be and then two of them i think is 
the actors that I'm which the definition says that it's not supposed exactly, to be about actor. Exactly. So, but that's hard because I wonder if some of mine, we can discuss it because at least, well, most of mine are from books, but two of them are also a movie or a TV show. And so the actor could have something to do with it. Okay. Why don't we leave those for last and let's okay. focus on the ones that we think are it. You can go first. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I can go first. I just don't know where to start. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Okay. So number one on my list is someone who is very, very new. I just finished reading the series. I think, was it in July? I think it was July. It is Michael Sterling. Mm, I should have guessed that. From Julia Quinn's book when he was wicked aka bridgerton book number six i love it thank you you want to describe kind of the storyline for michael sterling and then i guess what you love about him he's a good one though i approve he he really is a good one michael sterling is in love with his cousin's wife who is francesca sterling bridgerton I don't know if that's how it's said, or Bridgerton Sterling, whatever. I guess it's Bridgerton Sterling. But Bridgerton. you also have to point out that not only is it his cousin, but it's like they're more like brothers. Brothers. Like they're best friends. Yes. yes. It's, he should not. They, they were raised together. He shouldn't be even thinking about her, looking at her in any way. And he just cannot help himself. And he spent years, years, years playing the bad boy, messing around uptown. And... I don't I, I, I don't want to give away too much in case there's someone who actually is reading the book and but l let's just say he and his description too which I cannot remember but I was just thinking to myself as I was reading this is someone who I feel that I could be very much attracted to and would want to have a physical relationship with I'm wondering too with the spoilers is he going to be in an upcoming season he's gotta oh, be gosh he has to be and isn't this and this is the interesting thing about the television series is that they're just like switching things around this upcoming season isn't meant to be Colin and Penelope and with Colin and Penelope we're also based off of the books which of course they could change there's a line to Francesca and there's also, I mean, it's probably more towards the end as well as Eloise. I feel like they might introduce him though. If not in this season, the next one, I'm looking I, up to see if there's any casting. I cannot wait. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't it, it, like he, he, he's an important character. Let me rephrase this. Colin plays a part in this story big time you're right I forgot about that yeah but this is a man who has this want this desire and it's not just a sexual desire like he actually like knows Francesca he loves her for who she is it's a deep deep love and it's burning and he just couldn't do anything about about it and eventually it 
it erupted and he took full advantage of it in a typical man way, I have to say. Um, <laughs> and I was just like, yes, like, I was like, yes, take her. She's yours. You know, you finally, <laughs> I was applauding him, but I was also wishing that I was Francesca. I was living through her and I wanted to kick her senselessly because she just wouldn't give in whatsoever. And there's a trend with me, Heather. It's the aggrieved man. Yeah, you do like the aggrieved man. Oh, my goodness And those two are so stubborn. I think they may be... I haven't read books one and two. I really should. But as of now, books three to... I'm up to the last... I started reading the last one with Gregory's story. They're, They're the most stubborn main characters. I would agree with that. Especially Francesca, because she 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 wants to set herself apart from everyone else for her own reasons. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he has to follow her back home to Scotland, Scotland, not like somewhere in England, Scotland, a whole nother country. <laughs> I love that that book takes place mostly in Scotland as well. It it, it kind of leads me to to want to talk about the person that I nixed, but I think I oh. should let you go next. I'm intrigued. I'm gonna talk about the one that people have probably not are least likely to have heard of on my list, and it is. And I hope I say his name right. It's Kai Avicio. Kai Arviso. I'm gonna go with. And he is one of the characters from this fantastic book. It's a series, but I've only read the first book so far. And it's called The Trail of Lightning series. And the first book is called Trail of Lightning. And it's a post-apocalyptic climate apocalypse. So I'll just read the summary because I won't do it justice. Uh, While most of the world has drowned beneath the sudden rising of waters of a climate apocalypse, I'm also going to apologize to all the indigenous people out there in the world because I'm about to butcher this. Daina, which is the indigenous word for like the Navajo. Okay. I hope I said that close enough. I don't think I said I'm it correctly. I'm sure someone though. will phonetically tell yeah. you how it's said. So they have been reborn. The gods and heroes of legend walk the land, but so do monsters. Maggie Hosky, who's a Diana monster hunter, a supernaturally gifted killer. When a small town needs help finding a missing girl, Maggie is their last and best hope. But what Maggie uncovers about the monster is much larger and more terrifying than anything she could imagine. Maggie reluctantly enlists the aid of Kai Arviso, an unconventional medicine man, and together they travel to the res to un- Ravel clues from ancient legends, trade favors with tricksters, and battle dark witchcraft in a patchwork world of deteriorating technology. As Maggie discovers the truth behind the disappearances, she will have to confront her past if she wants to survive. Welcome to the sixth world. So Kai is just like, it's a book. There's no TV or movie, but please make one someone because that would probably be pretty (laughs) badass. (laughs) <laughs> actually make it into a series because if it's yeah. a series, it'll probably do it more justice. 
Yeah, exactly. So somebody make it into a series, but Kai is just like the way that he reads is he's just super sexy and like smart and like mysterious. Mm. And you just want to know what's going on in that head of his. Does he have tattoos on his neck? In my world, he does. (laughs) I don't think they describe him with tattoos, but in my world. So whoever does the series, make it happen. Is he... a younger individual like is he yeah like okay 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 so what i got the books that we read they tend to gear towards ya so yes well it's a it's an adult fantasy book but i i don't know that they say the exact age but you assume that they're in their like young to mid-20s so it might be like what's termed a new adult book oh yeah, but I it's like by Rebecca Roanhorse. And yeah, I think there's three books right now. I was wrong. It's not the Trail of Lightning series. It's the Sixth World series. Oh, but Trail of Lightning is the, name. the name of the first book. Okay, yeah. very, very interesting. It has me intrigued. I yeah. like anything that's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. So um, Kai does have a grandfather figure that's also important in the story. So like, yeah, because when you think of like Medicine Man, you think of like an older mm-hmm. person. But yeah, he's like young and strong and. Oh, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. So we're talking about Kai and his grandfather now? Well, no, Kai's grandfather is not strong. <laughs> He's like a grandpa living in a trailer from what I remember. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, and no. plot twist, there's two hotties in this book. No, but Maggie could probably be considered a hottie too. She's pretty badass. Oh, really? Because they go around together and they both kind of like, they mm. focus on Maggie's powers, but Kai has some stuff that you're like, He's getting out of these situations. He must have some some magic going on there. But, like, Maggie is, like, a badass monster hunter. And, like, you don't want to mess with her. I'm very intrigued now. And, you know, once you start talking to me in terms of Maggie and Kai, I already start thinking shipping. And I'm like, okay, hook, line, sinker. Uh, I'll have to let you know how book two and three go. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, trilogies. Trilogies. Be killing me. I always pick up a book and it winds up being a trilogy. Damn. Yeah. So I am pro Kai. And that's why he's number one on my my list so far. Oh, all right. And, th- and this is new too, in a way. I mean, for me, new in terms of, I just finished reading the book, but this book is new. It came out yeah. year or last um, year. I'm trying to think of what, it came out more than last year. When did it come out? It came out in 2018. I think the, yeah. Now the other ones, yeah, because I remember I read it before the pandemic. I just haven't gotten to the other ones. Oh, I'm sorry. Only the second one's out. The second one came out in 2019. And there's, oh, it's not going to be a trilogy. There's going to be at least four of them. (laughs) I'm not even reading the books. And I'm just like. But it's good because we need more badass books about indigenous people by written by indigenous people we need a lot of badass and like we need more like fantasy that's for adults as well i still haven't read the second book of blood and bone and we went to get it autographed which we never did i forgot the name of the author oh my we're we're digressing we're digressing did she come out with the third book yet i have no idea um 
okay, this is an aside. Aside, as always. Apologies. Apologies, everyone. Red. I'm on Goodreads. Me too. My trusty, trusty. And you know what I want to keep on reading? Sweet Valley High. Am I a hot mess or what? The Arisha series. Oh, she didn't come out with the third one yet. So you're good. You got time. Okay, great. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. At at this point, I would probably have to reread the second one before I read the third one. Well, at least you read the second one. I have not read the second one at all. Anyhow, we're digressing. Yeah, we're sorry. But Children of Blood and Bone, if you have not read either of those books, go read them now. Totally. Well, I read the first one, but yes, read it. I feel like any of those characters could probably make this list because they're pretty badass. They are bad. Well, we should have a badass uh, discussion. The second one is Children of Virtue and Vengeance. Mm -hmm. And it's waiting for me. And And the third one is Children of Anguish and Anarchy. That's intriguing. That is a great title. Yeah. Anguish and Anarchy. I'm like, what's going to happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to read. I got to read. Yeah. After Bridgerton. All right. So what's your number two? Okay, my number two. Now, remember, I had a list of five, but there's really only two. Okay. This one is the one that we are going to agree on profusely. Can I guess? Of course. Is it Dean Winchester? No. (laughs) No. No, and that's why we need to talk about the fact that it is the actor. Okay, is that the actor one? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But he he was like, he was really my number one. And I had to think, I'm like, is it really Dean? Okay, well, you know, the cat's out of the bag. Okay, so it was Dean Winchester, played by Jensen Ackles on Supernatural for 15 glorious-ish seasons. On and the, now he's on the on, WBCW. He's on the boys now. Now he's on the boys now, which we started watching episode Not two. Not as sexy. I haven't seen him yet. Oh Sex- yeah, I don't think he's in until like later. Oh, kill okay. me. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So we're gonna this pause and talk thing. about that another time. The, exactly. And this is the thing. Like I remember Jensen Ackles on Days of Our Lives, and me being like, "How you doing?" Watching him <laughs> then. Okay, and then he, I think he went to that show with, um, oh my God, Honey, the Honey, the Honey actress. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Jessica Alba, and then I think he did Supernatural. I may be oh. wrong with what he's been doing in like movies, whatever. So that's why I can't say that it's really Dean Winchester that I have the hots for, when in actuality is Jensen Ackles. See, I don't really know him other than from Supernatural and now the boys. So I don't feel as attached to the actor per se, but I didn't realize that you watched him back in the day. I, you know, I used to watch Days of Our Lives back in the day, like back in the day. And he was one of the twins for I don't remember who. And I was just enamored even then. So that's why I couldn't really put him on the list his character is also aggrieved and you do want to just take him in and hold so it's it's a mix it's a mix because dean winchester he's been through so much and you just want him to have 
this this happy ending. Yeah, you really, really do. And I, I I wanted it for him so badly, and I wanted him to to actually be in a relationship, even if it wasn't with me, me and the actor. So I just wanted <laughs> to have someone to care for. But he was just all about Sammy, 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 Sammy. Yeah, and then which there's can- that's very appealing too, like how how much he cares for his brother you can't help but be like okay fine you know love your brother take care of your baby brother and go forth and man what a freaking ending i'm not even gonna get into it because i might start crying hold on a second here he was on smallville wait what you see i don't know what else he's been in (laughs) apparently he was on smallville he played justin t or no not justin jason t oh no I, I, I never saw it. I don't. I've never. Oh, okay, seen I've seen it. He was on twenty-two episodes. So he was on for a season, essentially. Yeah. Now I kind of want to go back to Smallville and rewatch that. Oh, don't do it to yourself. And he was on Dawson's Creek. What? For twelve well, episodes. <laughs> okay, I can't say anything because I watched maybe like the first <laughs> seasons of Dawson's Creek, and then I just stopped watching. So, yeah, so I probably did see him in things and just didn't pay any attention to him. No, because he was on for a season and then things got, you know, interesting after that. Because Smallville was how many seasons? Wasn't it like It was a lot of seasons. Yeah. I wasn't that many. So he was just a small fry at that point. He was on Sweet Valley High in 1996. Oh, my. (laughs) One episode. I feel like such an old hag because I remember seeing some of those episodes. Not all of them, but some of them. Enough wow. of them. He was on 448 episodes of Days of Our Lives. He t- played Eric Brady. There you go. That was his name. That was a lot of episodes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I Well, you forget how oh. many episodes a year there are. Well, well, I mean, it's 365 days a year. Do they ever take a break? I don't know. Maybe on the holidays. Probably. So good call. Smallville has 10 seasons. And I never saw one. Yay! <laughs> so you never saw part. you never saw what's her name from the cult? No, thank God. I feel I, I would feel so bad. Like it's enough to know that Josh Sweden. I loved her in like, it. All right. Allison Mack. Heather, wait a second. So okay, we totally got off topic. Well, yeah. I no, no, we didn't. So Let's just say, out of my five, I've spoken about two. Now you can talk about your second. Okay. So this one, I feel like, since you talked about your one that you're not sure if it's the actor or not, I'll say Harry Potter related, but I don't know if you can figure out who it is. Is it George or Fred Weasley? No. (laughs) No, Oh, my God. Is it Snape? (laughs) It's Snape. It's Snape. I love Severus Snape. (laughs) I knew it. I absolutely knew it. Like, love him so much, I wrote fan fiction. <laughs> oh, well, that's different. Okay, so, okay. So this is not an Alan Rickman obsession. This is a Severus but Snape obsession. I love Alan Rickman, too. Like, I love him and everything. I I, but, I have okay. Die Hard so that I can sit down at some point and watch him in it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's try to decipher this. I, I can help you out here. Yeah. Okay. The movies obviously came out after book four, book five, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. so 
you you did start rating them before the movies came out. Do you recall there being an attraction to Severus Snape even back then? I don't think there was. I think that it was once I got through all the books and I realized that he had been a good Agreed. person the whole time. Aggrieved. And so, yeah. <laughs> There's just something... There's something endearing about him, like when he's like always, and you're just like knife to the heart. And like, so I just like, I want him to have like more of a redemption story. Like I want him to be like in heaven and like hanging out with Lily, hanging out with everybody and everybody appreciating him for everything that he did. I, of all the storylines, his is the one that I was just like, eh about but I feel as though not feel I felt because I've thought about this as much as I don't want to be thinking about Harry Potter post hype (laughs) (laughs) go back and just like try to feel because there 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 is emotion there it is a big it's a big deal to Harry and I'm trying to understand Harry however do I need to understand Harry because of who he winds up marrying Y'all are missing the face right now. <laughs> the absolute disgusted face. <laughs> we should need a whole podcast about me bitching about this specific yeah. character. It would be 10 hours long. It would be. Gladly. Yeah. I so, yeah. But Snape, I like, I feel like there was a whole side of him we didn't get to see. And that... He was really underappreciated by everyone around him. Like, I love Sirius, but, like, how Sirius treats Snape always bugged me. I want to be like, do better. He's a douchebag. He's a douchebag. Yeah. He's yeah. an entitled douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess there's just, there's something about it's that aggrieved person again. And there's, and that, like, he, he was the only one that, probably knew exactly what was going on except for Dumbledore like he was in the know and he like it it reminds me of this I'm gonna go on a side tangent but have you ever seen the movie or the tv show called Turn no I have not okay so the the tv show is not really important it's based off of these real characters like these real people in history where um, George Washington had, it was like, they called it oh, George Washington. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was the main character turn is based off of this real person who the whole time during the revolutionary war, people thought that he was loyal to the British and stuff. And he was treated poorly because of that. And here this whole entire time, he was a spy that only Washington and Washington's top person knew about. And even after the war, like they couldn't say that he was like a spy. And like the only time that he was ever thanked was George Washington kind of like snuck off when he was in the area one time and met with him in secret just to thank him for everything that he did. Like he was vital to stopping the war and like the United States or the colonies at the time beating the British. And he was, so he was just super, super important yet totally underappreciated he went through his entire life with people thinking that he was a traitor so that's yeah so it's that kind of situation with Snape like Snape 
was doing all these wonderful things. And at least in his death, people found out the truth because of Harry. But he was just underappreciated. And there's something like attractive about that. I understand. I do. I do. I just never felt it. And there's also the whole like bad guy turns good. Well, actually, always been good. Yeah. But well, went to the bad side. Because of circumstances that what happens. Right. right. And then turned good. Oh, a drink to Severus? Cheers. And R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Yes. Oh. So, yeah. So that's my one that I'm like, I think it's the character, but I think it's also the actor. I mean, like. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Love Actually. So who's your number three? Actually, this okay, I'm, I'm going to stick to script, quote unquote. Who do you think it is? Oh, so this is going back to the one that you think we have in common. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, is it going to be Mr. Darcy? Of course. <laughs> so that's so funny. I assumed you would put him down. And so I did not put him down for that reason. But I put another Jane Austen character down. You put another Jane Austen character down? Whoa. Now I'm really intrigued because the only one, and okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go back to when I've I said was... this. I've said this before. The perfect oh, man is if you is... add three different Jane Austen men together, that is not Mr. Darcy. Wait a second. So that's like, it's, it's actually not one character that you're fictitiously well, attracted to. I put him down. Because he's probably the most out of the three. But I feel like if you combine three Jane Austen men together, they would be the perfect male. And not Mr. Darcy. Because Mr. Darcy probably would not hold up the in modern times. No, because Maybe he's he a douchebag. Yeah. He's an ent- think- another entitled douchebag. <laughs> Are you trying to think of who I mean? I am. I mean, we talked about, like, everyone under the sun, I feel like. So, what's his name? Knightley? Yeah, he's one of them. But he's not who I wrote down. Oh! But he was, I went back and forth between him and this other person. God damn it. If it's not Knightley, then who could it be? (laughs) Because that's the other character that I liked from. I I would put all three of these down if I could. But I was trying to not make my list that long. I'm drawing a blank. Mansfield Park. No. No. It's Mansfield Park. That's Edmund, oh, right? You know what it is? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you're talking about sense of sensibility, which I never No, really... I'm not. <laughs> so you've eliminated this. <laughs> so it's someone from Persuasion. Yes. Frederick Wentworth. Oh. So Why? That, that, yo. <laughs> Yo, that went so over my fucking head. <laughs> we just had a whole freaking discussion about persuasion. Because, you know, I, I keep thinking about what, what's the, 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 what she makes fun of goth books, gothic books. Yep, that's the right book. It's Northanger Abbey. Northanger Abbey. Northanger Abbey. However it's pronounced. Okay. Yo. So, it, so this is who I put down, but we got to talk about. Mr. Darcy, but I'll go next on this one. It's Henry Tilney. <laughs> That's I, I've read that book once. I was like, okay, whatever. And I just kept it moving. Because yeah. 
Well, you got to talk about Mr. Darcy. Well, now I'm distracted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Henry's so nice. Like, he's he's a nice man. He's a reverend. Oh, you're like, oh, everyone, she looks disgusted at me right now. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not disgusted. I'm just, I really, truly and, read the book once a yeah. long time ago. So I'm, I don't remember this guy at all. He's like this young reverend, and he's kind of like over society. Like, he's just like, I don't care about, like, all these, like, rituals of society and the rich people going and hanging out at the pump house and all this other stuff. So he's just kind of over it. He wants somebody real, which is why he ends up being, like, attracted towards Catherine, because she's young and she doesn't, like, she's naive and she doesn't know, like, how society is. And so I just find that attractive that he doesn't care about societal norms and that he's a generally nice person. And he ends up like going against his family, like his family is all, it's kind of like with uh, in Persuasion with uh, Anne Elliot, how her family is so different from her. Like they're all about like looks and wealth and things like that. And she doesn't really care about any of that. Well that's kind of how like Henry is like his father is all about like there's their like position in society and his brother who's like a real jerk is all about like his military position and like getting women to sleep with him and things like that and he's just like a genuinely good person who doesn't care about society and just wants authenticity in his life and I find that refreshing (laughs) all right I can dig it Henry Tilton. Tilney. Tilney. There we go. I Just do be like the J.J. Field guy. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, he's the guy that J.J. Field plays. And he's J.J. Field, who is also in Austin Land. We really got to watch that again. I love oh, that movie. Yeah. I think, like, last summer, I just, like, put it on and just watched it. Yeah. For the heck of it. I should have done it last night. The All right. So. Okay. Let's see, Mr. Darcy, are you distinguishing him from Colin Firth? Is I there a way say, to do that? I will say yes. You know why? Because I read the book when I was going into freshman year of high school. I hadn't yeah. seen the movie at all. And I was so yeah. freaking confused because I hadn't read a book like that before. You know, their English back then, completely mm-hmm. different. And I remember getting to the point where I was just so frustrated <laughs> I was like, wait a second, am I understanding this? Is he really like into her? And but like I was so confused. But I remember being like awe at a certain point mm-hmm. because you because he genuinely loves her. And I was like, oh, even though I was so confused, I felt for him. And I think that that's why it's mostly yeah. Darcy. Colin Firth was just able to bring out that like anguish that he's feeling once he realizes that he has feelings for not that once he I think he I think he pretty much this is an interesting question he was pretty enamored with her from the beginning from the beginning right yeah I think so too I think so so like his he has like a social awkwardness that was why you didn't realize at first that he liked her he's antisocial too yeah. or maybe he just feels that you know everyone's talking to me because I earn or I have 10,000 a year so maybe it goes back to that authenticity that I was talking about with Henry Tilney like 
he just assumes that people want to be near him. Like Carolyn Bingley, for instance, she just wants that status. However, the way he talks, unless he's trying to cover up, it does seem like as if he's very snooty. So it it, it could be a multitude of things. We'll never know, obviously. But the fact that he is enamored with Elizabeth, even though she is kind of below his station in a way because of the fact that his, her mother is yeah very, very loudly, publicly throwing each of her daughters out there, not even abiding by, you know, one at a time debuting yeah. into society, um, which I find very interesting. I, like, I, I just, I just, I just, feel for him and yeah. I, I wouldn't say this is fictosexual it's just I guess oh is, is it maternal no but he's hot though maybe it's the Colin Firth factor so that's where you know things get a little bit complicated because yeah. there's feelings there but is it to the extent that I want to be romantically linked to him yeah I will say I had a similar experience, but a different experience from you. Like I had, I had read the book long before, like several years before I had watched the movie, um, before the movie came out. And because I remember I was like 14, so I was probably around the same time as you. Mm -hmm. And we had to read it for school and everybody had to read chapter one. And I got so into it and obsessed with it that I read the whole book when everybody else had just read the first chapter. Cause I just couldn't put it down. And it was like so different from anything else that I had read. And I just like, mm-hmm. yep. Fell in love with it instantly and yep. was like, Jane Austen, I got you. <laughs> Interesting for me. I read it and I was frustrated with it because I couldn't understand the English that I didn't pick it yeah. up until after I saw the 1995 PBS miniseries. I'll call it a miniseries. Yeah. And then I, oh, okay. So I kind of felt relieved in a way because I did understand mostly everything that was was said. So, and here we are talking about. But I think, yeah, I think you're right. That movie. So side note, like, I used to get that movie from the library and I, they should have just gave it to me because I had it out most of the time. <laughs> like I would just keep taking it out and rewatching it every weekend. I was like obsessed with it. Um, I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah. There, it does. Isn't there some kind of reference in it like, where like the housekeeper talks about like what a good child he was and stuff. And yes. Yes. So like, yeah. I think a lot of, it was a social awkwardness that he came off as snooty and stuff mm-hmm. and a way for him to protect himself from like the Caroline Bingley's and the Mrs. Bennett's of the world. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth caught his eye because she didn't put up with the shit. No, she like, didn't. She was like, Oh, you're going to talk about it. me. I'm going to make comments mm-hmm. back. She said it like it was like, yeah. what? Uh-uh. And kept it. It was like, she didn't, she didn't care. She just didn't care. She, you know, she, she yeah. was abiding to the best of her ability, but, but at the same time, she, just, she didn't have time for it. And he probably had never had anybody that was like that for him. Exactly. Exactly. So, good choice. Thank you. Now and I those- kind of want to put him back in. Your turn. Okay. Well, okay. I feel like, I, mean, I, I, I feel like I, I said the two and the other ones will be honorable mentions, quick mentions. Okay. 
Yeah, my other two. So, well, I did have Dean Winchester on here, but we had talked about him. Dean Winchester. Dean Winchester. Dean Winchester. Um, so we have two in common. Well, if you want to throw yeah. in Darcy belatedly. I would say most of the Austin men. Because Edward even has, like, because it's Edward is Sense and Sensibility and Edmund is Manfield's part. They all, like, they're okay. They're okay. I liked Mansfield part. There's something about sense and sensibility yeah. that I'm just like, I, I think it may be just the, just the simple fact that Marianne, is that her name? I can't remember. Yeah, she marries Alan. Old. In the movie, it's Alan Rickman, but he's like so much older than her. I'm just like, I just, it just throws me off. I'm like, what? He's that much? But isn't that the same situation with Emma Knightley too? So Yeah, just... I think we talked about that. Well, it might be, I think it's, more of a difference because didn't we figure out that emma and mr knightley are maybe 10 years apart i think so or something like that but where what's his face like colonel brandon i think his name is yeah yeah i think a thousand years old i think they're more like 20 years apart or more i mean i know it's a different yeah why that's why i just can't get with it and willoughby willoughby sucked I don't know. That book, I could just fling it around and keep it moving. Yeah. I don't know how it's popular. People are obsessed with it. It's one of my least favorite Jane Austens. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather read Mansfield. I like Mansfield Park. I don't remember much of it. I've discussed it that they're cousins, but. Okay. So I just have two more. Mark Watney. (laughs) Who is from The Martian. (laughs) Really? Really? <laughs> really? I feel like that's so like left field based off of what we've been talking about so far. Is it because of Mark uh, Mark Damon? <laughs> Matt Damon? I can't even it's say it. It's not. It's because he is just, he is like smart and he is funny and he is good in a bad situation. <laughs> He has like a lot of qualities that you want in a person. He will get you out of a bind. Yeah. He's good in a tough situation. He he has like a good attitude. Because I, I will say like, I'm basing this off of both the book and the movie, which are different, but I love them both. The book gets into a lot more like well, what he has to do scientifically and stuff to survive. To like survive and... <laughs> I have a collective taste in my fictional characters. That's good. That's good. That means you're not going to be stuck with just one type of man. And he's forgiving. They left him on Mars to die. And he's like, it's all good. Thanks for coming back for me. It's all good. Took you some time, but thanks for coming back and getting me. That was that was actually a, a very good book, and it's not even up my alley, but I read it myself, and I saw the movie. Both yeah. were good. So I really thought it was a Matt Damon thing. No, because I really liked him before I saw the movie. Okay. He was, and, uh, he was yeah. a likable character. Yeah. And he did a lot. He did so much on freaking Mars. Like, kudos yeah. to him for managing to stay alive. I mean, he was like... Spoiler alert! Using his for botany. Read the book. Any of the books. <laughs> yeah. General spoiler to everything we talk about. 
That so that book is the book that I always recommend as a librarian to people if they've never read sci-fi and they want to see if they like sci-fi. That's a, I feel like it's a very approachable book. But it's also but it's like literally very scientific. Yeah. It is. Because I feel like sci-fi, like okay, and this is just me. Okay. I I love sci-fi and I love fantasy, but I've learned throughout the years that it's more screen related versus book related because the books just gets it's I get so easily confused reading them. Well, a lot of it, there's so much world building that you have to like, you yes. need like a conspiracy theory flowchart on your wall to figure it out. And the language that they throw in if they yeah. create a new one. And that's why I feel like The Martian is very like, it's an, it's sci-fi light. Like it's, in, it's a way for people to get into sci-fi because there's enough relatable things. It's not like a thousand years in the future where you're not going to understand the technology. It's a very good point. Yeah. So. I just hadn't thought of it as a sci-fi book. I thought of it more as a fictional book. Yeah. It's definitely sci-fi. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, I trust you. You are the librarian. Now, his third book gets a little bit more sci-fi with, like... Is this his first book, The Martian? Or is Yeah, it... that was his first book he ever wrote. He's done three so far. His second one is Artemis, and that takes place with a um there's a colony on the moon okay and is it things like, happen is it like an extension of the martian nope they're all completely independent of each other and then the third one is called hail mary where there's something going on where the sun is in danger and it's going to destroy the planet so there's this hail mary mission to this planet out in the middle of nowhere to try to do research to figure out how to save the earth and save the sun. Okay. And that's his most I mean, they have sci-fi. Time to do yeah. all that. Okay. It's funny because today, um, every night we read to Fitzy and he wants to read Peppa Pig. Which of I've course. With, but Peppa Pig in space. And he actually asked about like, questions that have to do like with like the planets and stuff like I'm like it's we're in a galaxy yeah and it's like I can't, it's like nighttime so I feel like I can't like delve into all these questions that he wants to ask so I need to grab him in the middle of the day and go over Peppa in space and see if he asks those questions or just bring it up and say you know this is the globe this is the earth and this is like like just I mean Peppa Peppa's good Peppa brings up these things for you yeah but like delve into it a little bit further yeah I wonder yeah. if the planetarium has planetarium has stuff for kids they probably do all mm. right so what who else do you have you have at least one more right I have two more and I'm just gonna okay. say them I'm gonna say both of them do it. um the first one is I just I think it's really just actor related it is Jake Ballard from Scandal which I never saw Scandal. 2018, played by Scott Foley, who starred in Felicity. Wait a second. So who is he on Scandal? Is he the president? He plays the guy who, oh, Jesus Christ. What does he play? He winds up falling in love with, oh, my God, I'm drawing up with Kerry Washington's character. 
but what is it like? I don't remember if if, if she, he has to protect her. I don't remember what it was. All I remember was that he was also an aggrieved character. Okay, yeah, like he's in, completely in love with her. She keeps treating him like trash, and completely and utterly obsessed with the freaking president. I had to stop watching the show. I couldn't take it anymore. I felt like she was just lowering herself at every single opportunity. Like, be a strong woman. You're strong with everything else, but you turn into mush for this president who's cheating on his wife. And yeah, don't get me started. I was just like, this is disgusting to me. I can't watch this anymore. But he was by her side as much as he possibly could. And she just treated him like trash. And I did not freaking appreciate it. Okay, so maybe, you know what? Maybe it's not about Scott Foley. <laughs> maybe it's not okay. about so I just looked it up. I loved him in Felicity. I had such a crush on him in Felicity. He's a cutie patootie. He was the White House chief of staff, maybe? I just remember being like... And former director of the NSA? I don't remember. He's in prison? Is that right? I've never seen the show. I I I did not watch it till the end. Again, I could not take any more of... Carrie Washington's character. I cannot remember the name of the character. Um, I'm glad I never watched it. Olivia Pope, because I, yes. everyone was so obsessed with it. And I was like, I it think I would great. hate this movie. Well, you know what? It's a TV show. It's, it, it, it drags you in. It's hard for you to escape. I found my escape. I just couldn't take, <laughs> I just couldn't take this character going through this. And this is from Shonda Rhimes, who's behind Bridgerton. She's behind everything. She is behind everything. And next individual, I'm bringing it back to Scotland. Okay. Who oh, do you yeah. think it is? It's the Outland. Yes. Did somebody from Outlander? Yes. You're so good. James it... Frazier. Oh. The main character of Outlander. <laughs> I've made it books because they're as big as the Bible. I I have the third one waiting for me also, and it's been years, 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 and I saw half of the first season, and I haven't seen anything else. The man, oh, the way she describes him in the series, yeah. and then you see the actor is just like perfect. Yeah, she does describe him as being very sexy. He is. He is. And like super like manly. Yes, just pick you up and fling you around manly. Mm-hmm. And like get into a fight mm-hmm. and then two seconds later be kissing you. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, wow. Okay, I'm saying <laughs> more than I intended. But yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm yes. waiting for Hubby to come in and be like, what are you talking what about? Going on there? Oh, I, 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 I'm so sorry, everyone. I forgot to say the name of the author, Diana Galbadon. Oh, yeah. Interested in picking up the book. If you, if, <laughs> I feel like you should not not know what Outlander is, but you know. Oh, I should say though that the Martian Artemis and uh, Hail Mary is written by Andy Weir. There you I go. I did not say his name. There we go. Let's and go. we shall not speak of who wrote Harry Potter. Y'all know. And if you don't know, now you know. Well, I had one more person, but it was more like I just want to like hang out with this person. Okay. I had, well, I had a bunch of other ones, but they were more like, I want to take care of these characters and be their mom because 
they need somebody to hug them and make sure everything's okay. I think we're <laughs> and going to have to do a podcast for yeah, that. I read a lot of YA fiction, so <laughs> I think that's why. But I put Magnus Bane from the my guilty pleasure that I somewhat hate read of Cassandra Clare books. Oh. And girl. he is he's a warlock so he's immortal so he's in like all the books because she has books to take place in the 1800s and you mentioned currently yeah yeah so he's just like a very fascinating he's the high warlock of brooklyn he can't go wrong with brooklyn (laughs) what 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 what? so he's just like like a cool guy he's got he's interesting because he's lived through so many things and uh yeah so he's more like i'll give him an honorable mention because it's not like a fictosexual thing. I want to just like hang out with him and have him be like my cool uncle or something. That's, that's cool. I think, yeah. I think we dig it. And maybe yeah. something will develop. You never know. Yeah, you never know. You know, I mean, you may not have written fan fiction about them, but. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you all think? Who are your Victor, I have trouble saying it, victosexual characters. Well, it's a new word for yeah. us. You know, if it wasn't for the email that I got, I wouldn't yeah. have heard anything about it at I all. F- I feel like they need to, and I think when you went into the definition more, they did break it down to different aspects, but I feel like it, there needs to be like victosexual for like physical attraction versus you think so emotional attraction because like i feel like a lot of the characters that i didn't list here it's more like emotional like yeah more like a magnus bane where i where i want to hang out with them or like i just want to like be like i didn't want to like get oh your family doesn't understand you like come hang out with me like sit by me i'll I'll understand what you're going through. Right. Yeah. I, and I didn't really want to get very much into it because then yeah. we're in, you know, going down then a rabbit hole. Heather never crazy. shuts up. All right. Do we have anything else to, to any final thoughts? Say. Yeah. Well, let us like know. Dreaming. Let us know who your fictosexual characters are and why, if yes. you feel comfortable saying why. <laughs> We're not going to judge. It this just is a judgment-free zone. Exactly. We might judge each other, but we won't judge you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're on a different level than most. We've known each other way too long here. Yeah. But apparently we can still surprise each other. <laughs> exactly. Henry Henry Tilty. I'm so, uh, I still want to call him Tilty. Tilty. Girl, I am done. Done. <laughs> done. Wait, what did I, did I surprise you? Um, no, I don't think I did. I think you surprised me with one of them. Well, the Scandal, I didn't even know that you watched Scandal. Yeah, I did. But the well, you know, I used to watch, I used to watch a lot of television. Yeah, that's you know, true. My, my, my grid. So Yeah, so folks, Gracie used to every season put out an Excel sheet with all the shows to watch. Yes. With all the details. Yes. No more. Now it's like, it's hard to do it now because there's so many different streaming services. and No, and, and now it's not? just Peppa Pig. Yeah, or and you have a toddler. Peppa Pig. Everybody, we've both been yawning throughout yeah. this entire podcast. We're going to wrap it up. Yes. 
<laughs> All right. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Ciao. Ciao. You've been listening to Gavin. Gavin. We're Gavin. Uh, uh, we're Gavin. We're Gavin. Uh, uh, we're Gavin. We're Gavin. Uh, uh, we're Gavin. <laughs>